But right now, Chris is going to give us a bit of a demo of introduce it. What is it you got there? Yeah, I've got the the Line Six uh, HX Stomp XL, which is a smaller version of the Helix pedal, a, a a modeling unit which does amps and effects and everything, even a tuner. If you so, can imagine. So hang on, hang on. Just explain to everyone what, what this is. So it's it's right. um it, it's something you've invested in, right, recently. Yes. So basically you used to need for playing electric guitar, you used to need a guitar, a cable and an actual amplifier. And if you're crazy you could add like effects pedals hmm. uh in between and that would make the sound. Now digital amps have been around for quite some time. I think at least twenty years by now. But the technology got so much more advanced and so much better that basically nobody can, or like, except maybe for a few individuals, nobody can actually hear the difference anymore between an actual recorded amp and like the digital modeling unit. And it doesn't matter if it's like a like a stomp box, like the the Helix thingy, or if it's just a plugin in a computer. Totally. This shit sounds so good especially when it comes to like the high gain things mm. where you don't hear that much nuance and everything that being said of course it's not the same as having a 4x12 in your room that shakes your balls if you turn it up so <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you your mean most, most people can't tell really no. myself included so and even if I could tell as long as it sounds good I don't give a crap no, exactly. <laughs> and so this is a yeah. way, really, to kind of bypass all of the little fiddly pedals and other shit in between times and sort of have it all contained within one unit. Yes, especially you don't need to, like, uh, lug around your huge-ass, uh, heavy-ass amplifier anymore. Hmm. Because when you're in a rock and roll band, you sometimes need a bit more volume and therefore your amplifier will be a bit bigger and louder. And that comes with a lot of weight. Mm, and mm. Uh, anybody who has ever had like a 4x12 and a 100 watt head, that shit is like, like combined, I think around 30 to 40 kilograms. Mm, mm. And it takes, it like it uses a lot of space in your car as well. Mm, <laughs> so mm. the alternative being like a pedal that is, I don't know, not even half a meter in size, plus a guitar. Like we do, we, to spoil some things, we went to the gig uh, by train ah yeah left hand the pedal board right hand the guitar on my back the backpack with the laptop and that's it <laughs> most speaker combos by the way here amp and an average sort of head weigh anywhere between 70 and 100 pounds so yeah somewhere between sort of 30 and 40 kilos you are yeah. pretty bang on and that makes sense i mean even my bass breaker which is just a tiny small amp i don't even know what wattage it is is about 20 kilo on its own yeah so. Shit adds up like really fast, and if you have a pedal board with you, especially if you're into the whole, the more pedals the better thing. Mm. Can get expensive and heavy, and you have lots of uh, like points where anything can happen, like a patch cable breaks or mm. like the power supply breaks or whatever. So of course, like a single unit can break as well, and you're fucked. But um, yeah, you, you kind of minimize. Uh, Certain error spots, if you will. And so, we arrive at the Helix, right? Yeah, like the HX Stomp XL. So, the, so there are four versions of this thing right now. The Helix Floor is the, the, the huge one. And that's the one Chance from Heavy Heavy uses extensively. Mm. Mm. 
um, that thing has everything in it. Uh, like a thousand inputs and outputs for like um, DI outs and effects loops and an expression pedal. Like you have even digital scribbling strips to name your like effects in real time and rename them so that you don't have like colorful LEDs and have to remember. Oh, I think mm. green was the delay and everything. Mm. So pretty cool. Um, then they downgraded that one to the Helix Lite, which has a few has fewer uh, inputs and outputs, but I think the same like DSP power digital signal processing like that's the chip in there that makes the guitar sound good and mm, mm. uh, the more dsp the more the thing can handle mm. and then there was the the very small version the hx stomp uh very few inputs and outputs uh just three um tap uh, switches to stomp switches uh and a lot uh, less dsp power so no crazy ass effects change or three amplifiers in a row because those take up the most DSP. Uh, but I will talk about that in a minute. And this one that I own now is the HX Stomp XL. Has a few more buttons, uh, but as far as inputs and outputs, it's the same as the HX Stomp, the small mm. version. Mm. So one effects loop, um, just a single stereo in and out, no DI out and anything. And yeah. And the basic principle of this, the Helix, let's go just overall the Helix thing is that you have blocks and blocks can be anything, can be mm. a pedal, an amplifier or a cabinet, a oh, speaker. Wow. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, the st thing is uh, input response, in uh, input response. Yeah. Is that the right word? I IR loading. Impulse response. There it is. So you can like basically uh, load in your very own cabinet if you like hmm. and the more dsp you have the more of those blocks you can add to the chain mm -hmm. um the the hx stomp and the stomp xl are limited to eight blocks and you can put as much like you can put as many effects uh in there as far as the dsp can handle it mm -hmm. the the larger versions the floor and the light have i think 32 blocks oh wow yeah and depending on the kind of effect like especially stereo effects or poly like poly pitching effects the dsp runs out pretty quick yeah so yeah. with the smaller version that i own like there's no way you can add like uh, like a super cool amp pad and a super cool impulse response and then a polyphonic pitch shifting thingy there's mm. i was gonna say across a whole gig if you're really playing lots of different kind of sounds or you want to add a bit more nuance you're going to run out of slots yeah. actually pretty fast yeah and you you kind of can work around it i did uh, so uh, um I'll, more about that later but yeah if you like if you're really into building huge ass rigs and effects change and ch chains and everything you should definitely go for at least the the helix uh light mm. or the like the floor that one that chance uses mm. yeah i think you can you can actually build a four different like a four four way split into one chain with the with the huge helix one wow yeah yeah like the whole thing where you we've talked about that before if, yeah. if you record bass right now you have the clean signal and then you have a distorted signal mm. the two way split that the small one can do as well but yeah the big one can do a four way split so the possibilities are endless wow but that's probably yeah. too much for most people to be fair but Dude, even for me as someone who loves to put shit uh, a shit ton of pedals in there, 
because it costs right the yeah. this one my one uh, cost uh, costed me i think 650 euros which is a buttload of money the huge one that chance uses costs 1500 <laughs> okay so, uh, i think the light one is around a thousand but Dude, but then at the same like, time, I guess with chances one, for example, high chance, by the way, you're never going to have to upgrade ever again, right? This should could no. last you forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, like, Line 6, are, they really keep it up with their upgrades and updates. Like, you, there's so much, even since I've got it, and I've got it only for a month, there has been, a, a, like, a software update with so many cool new stuff, like, really good stuff. And I don't need, basically, I don't need my amp anymore. Mm, and mm. a couple of pedals. I already sold some. So mm, mm. <laughs> wow! What pedals did you yeah. sell very quickly? Um, the, actually, a very old Line Six uh, one, uh, the, ah. the pot, like the, the the red bean thingy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, I th- what was the other one? A tremolo, a tremolo oh, okay. as well. Oh, well. Yeah, I was going to get jealous. <laughs> that was all. But you sold two that I never want or need. So uh, that, that's fine. Still have the Behringer um, vintage you got, delay. You still got the time machine or whatever the hell yeah. it's called. <laughs> yeah. That's a great pedal, that is. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> for, for no money at all, but you can't find it anymore. Yeah. Go on then. So, Demo us through yeah. it and then tell us, tell us a little bit along the way like what you're doing as well. Because obviously people can't see it. So try to explain <laughs> it as audio-visually as you can. Yeah. Okay. So we have basically I um I shared my screen with Ash and he can see the interface. Um, mm. and I I was gonna do this together with you. So as you can see, we have like this list with effects and amps and everything. Like mm-hmm. the, the down the like, side, um, you've got distortion, dynamics, EQ, modulation, delay, reverb, etc. Yeah. All right. And I was gonna let you decide what to put into the chain. We have the, this Whoa. up here is the blockchain, as you can see. Whenever I slide. Over there is a new block that opens up, and now we're at the first block. Oh, by the way, this is the signal just straight. Like this is, this is the direct signal. What guitar are you like, playing today? What are you playing? Oh, this is a PRS uh, SE Paul Allender model with EMGs uh, in there, eighty-one and eighty-five. Lovely. So <laughs> basically, metal guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Um, I just, but see, in my chain, I'd be very simple. I'd probably have some sort of pitch shift on there somewhere, or like octava somewhere. Okay. Because let's, always... let's start. Let's start with the with the with the amp. Yeah, and, let's start with the amp the, itself a, first. Yeah. Okay. Um, there are even like amp and cabinet um, combinations already to um, like to 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 save some DSP. Oh, go powers. for it! Go for it! Okay, so now as you can see, we have one, two, three, four, five. No, 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 no. The, those so are many. all amps. There's so many. I normally like a tweed sort of bluesy okay. sounding so we have treat blues this one already this is sounding good <laughs> it's a bit quiet is it? is it no no not at all no okay cool no that's already the sort of leonard skinnerty sort of sound i kind of like <laughs> Straight away. I don't. I have no idea how to like play through a tweed amp. So excuse my uh, basic uh, power chord shit stuff. No, that's pretty fine. <laughs> right. Just play a few little be- bluesy kind of licks. Chuck it. Oh, along. hang on. I... I like that. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the kind of sound I go for. 
Or let's just try another one while we're here without adding anything yep. else to the chain, just so I can see what yep. some of them sound like. Pick pick one of yourself. I can't read all of them, so pick one yourself. Uh, what do we have? Uh, let's go. This seems to be a Vox 30. Is that an AA, AC30? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if you added a little more distortion onto it, add a bit of chorus, more distortion? it would sound okay. a bit... Let's see how queeny you can get it. How queen sounds okay. you can get it. Add some drive. Let's get in there. Okay, and should we put the chorus before or after the... Uh, I don't know, man. Honestly, ordering of shit, I don't know. This is where I lose all in... So I remember speaking to you before about order of uh, pedals and effects and where things should go in a chain. And the basic information I got was, if it sounds good to you, it doesn't really matter yeah. all that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, some things have been tried and tested, but uh, like experimentation is key, right? So uh, this it's a bit too high on the level. Like actually, they can come down quite a bit. I'm going for like a Brian May rhythm sound, a little yeah. bit. Well, let's get in there. That sounds a bit Kurt Cobain-y now, actually. But yeah. that's not a bad thing. It really does. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. This is like, like the chorus in front of the amp and after. Oh, now we're going. Pronounced. Now we're going more pronounced. Again, you've you've ended up in Nirvana territory. Yeah, right. <laughs> and this is like one of, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five uh, different choruses. It's a bit more subtle, this one. Let's put it in front of the amp again. But pick something, because you've probably fiddled around with it enough. Pick something or make a chain. What I really want is something extremely high gain, 80s hard rock solo. Like oh, yeah. Van cool. Halen y, high gain, sort of. Okay. You know, that I can rock out to, shake my hair around that. Cool. Okay. So, uh, first I'll add uh, like a. Uh, cabinet. This is uh, a four by twelve with vintage thirties in there, and the um, the Fredman technique, which is uh, two SM fifty sevens, one at a at an angle and one straight on the cone. So clean signal, and yeah. with the added cabinet. Oh, there we go. Now amplifier. We need some high gain. We found out there's a ref purple in here like have you heard of ref never like i from what i've ga i've gathered they have haven't been around that long like all of a sudden all the youtubers use them and they're so fucking cool and sound amazing i just put it in and you'll see wow <laughs> already already we're going into like iron maiden territory this yeah. is great and i haven't like touched any dial right now <laughs> So yeah, wow. um, but we do need more gain, right? And what uh, all the people do these days is put a tube screamer in front of the amp, yep. turn down the gain, but push the level. <laughs> this is getting good. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, I love it. <laughs> Okay, uh, 80s solo, then we need chorus, right? Yep, definite chorus. And some reverb, oh, a bit of delay, actually, would be also yeah. wonderful. Okay, delay. 
as you can see, like a shitload of delays. Jesus, he's opening up these menus, and I know you can't see it, but under each one is, I don't know, let's say a minimum 10, 15, 20 options. Yeah. And then yeah. each one of them, obviously, you can tweak on terms of level and feedback and tone and mix, and it's pretty nuts, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but I yeah, like right. <laughs> okay, reverb next. We're gonna delay uh, our reverb. This is gonna sound roomy as hell. That's more decay and a bit more uh, mix as well. Yeah, there we go. It's gonna sound pig scratch. Uh, hang on, let me get my best Zach Wild. <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful, this thing. I love yeah. it. <laughs> but you must just spend uh, so long just messing around. Just trying yeah, to like... And it's... Yeah, and but it doesn't like... Because it's so quick and you can add so many things in such a short amount of time you can uh, like do this as well on the pedal with a few like uh, twisty knobs and buttons but it, it it does take a bit longer than same results but you have to like because the real estate on the pedal is pretty limited you, mm. you have like this whole early 2000s workflow of submenus and push the button in then push the left button then dial down then push it in again and mm -hmm. <laughs> dial back up and so having the having the the, um, the software on the pc to the edit software it makes things so easy and we can do like maybe one more demonstration like build something really weird and nasty i would uh, like to do two some, more things one i would oh, really cool. love to look for is like a neil youngy kind of disgusting fuzzy octave down tone oh um, right cool like disgusting uh, lead me through it because i have no idea uh, i honestly wouldn't know i was even looking up myself like how to do this just now so he uses a tweed amp use? tweeds always right. tweeds okay. like he okay. almost owns all of the original fender tweed amps now all the time. and there's he only uses very limited pedals like extremely limited so there's a pitch shifter or an octave whatever you want to call it for sure mm -hmm. um and there's a fuzz. And that's about it, I think, actually. The rest is just fucked around with volume. He uses okay. very few pedals. Is the bass sound okay for you? It could be a bit more. More drive? Yeah. Okay. That's better. Yeah, that's better, for sure. Cool. Then let's add the fuzz next. Like, distortions is just insane. I mean, there's so here. many. You're scrolling down the list, and there are so many. Yeah. Uh, a bit rhymier somehow. Oh, I think this is a big muff. Oh, this one? That's better. Yeah, that's much better. And then stick an octave pedal on it. Right. And, and a little uh, bit of delay, and then you're basically done. So okay, Neil Young, cool. by the way, anyone who's still listening at this point and hasn't got bored of this demo, um, actually <laughs> uses very... Oh, that's so filthy. <laughs> I love it. 
Uh, octave down? Or? Yeah, octave down. All right, okay. Oh. What pickup are you on? Uh, that's, uh, that's a bridge pickup. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, it must be bridge. Yeah, yeah. Good. Oh, like the whole thing is gating as well. Nice. That is filth. Oh man. <laughs> okay, so I I need to add I'm I'm one step down uh, as well. My guitar is ah. always in standard D because I'm a voice. So this sounds even nasty. That is nasty. <laughs> that's great, right? <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. But I mean, so just while you're going to clear all that, and let's build something crazy, and don't tell me what you yeah. do. In fact, don't tell me what you're doing, and I'll talk about Neil Young while I'm not okay. watching. <laughs> and you can just build something nuts, and then we'll just listen to it blind. Um, Doesn't need to sound great, right? Just exactly, it just be nuts. Cool. <laughs> um, Neil Young has very few pedals that he uses, and most of the sound comes from volume, as most people of his generation did in the sixties. Because they didn't use a lot of pedals, they just up the amp to the point where it breaks. That's it. Um, <laughs> but he has this really cool thing called a whizzer, which is new, unique, completely unique, um, and. Um, it's what controls most of his sound. So what it is is this mechanical robotic arm that mounts over the dials of the amp. And when he clicks a pedal, it moves the two rails, which move <laughs> the knobs to a certain preset on the amp. Right. So most of his effects are done through the actual manipulation of the amp itself rather oh, than through cool. pedals. Um because he didn't want things to sound th synthetic. He always thought the digital at the time, I guess nowadays it's a bit different, but at the time a lot of the pedals that were coming out in the 70s and 80s he thought sounded very synthetic and not really real. Yeah. And so he wanted it all analog. And obviously you can't have five people standing by an amp fiddling with all of these knobs <laughs> and getting them exactly right every time. So they built, honestly, like a robotic arm that puts them into different presets. A bit like a train track, it looks like, kind of moving. It's really cool, Comp That's like amazing. absolutely unique. Um, I don't think he uses it anymore, to be honest, because now you can replicate it with a few digital effects and a few pedals. Yeah, and yeah. he does use a few pedals for sure: fuzz pedal, octave pedal, uh, some delay, and a f and a chorus occasionally and stuff. But it's very limited, and they're all just yeah. daisy chained. I think they're not like anything complicated, um, and that's why I like it. It's simple, like simple, yeah. and it sounds dirty as fuck. Totally, and you you kind of lose that with the whole digital thingy. Like, of course, it's cool to build your sounds and everything on the PC and have it like always uh, on demand. But having a pedal board on your f on the floor and an actual amp in the room, those are like I wouldn't even. Now that I did both ways, I I, I wouldn't even compare them. No, like, of course, no. playing guitar is playing guitar, yada yada yada, but. The whole approach of getting a sound and playing with people is so different. Like, yeah. Mm, mm. Right. Okay. Let, what let's crazy what thing? Here. Explain what is in this chain, because my God, I, there's about eight elements. I just I just threw stuff in there. There's a delay with a filter sweep on there. Then there's a ring modulator, another filter, then the distortion, then the amp, then a verb. Oh my god. Let's see. Oh, okay, that sounds dumb. <laughs> it sounds. Oh. 
It sounds like an alien language. Oh, the, the filter does everything for me. Hang on. I'm loving the delay amount, though. There's a nice amount of delay there. Oh, there's the ring mode. Hang on. Oh, and that ring modulation is great. Oh, now it sounds... That sounds a bit weird. Sounds like a yeah, yeah. There's a there's an artist I really love called Richard Hawley, and all of his solos on one of his albums sound like that. They all this kind of go like really? kind of sound. <laughs> it's really cool, but I'll just add in another phaser. Why not? Oh, this could be something from a Tame Impala album. Yeah, it's really coming in and out. Oh, wow. That's that clipping. A, it's clipping. <laughs> that could be a nice intro, though. Or something. Yeah. It's not totally foreign, right? You can still like, no. hear the guitar through there, which makes it recognizable. Oh, that's cool how it just got louder. Yeah. <laughs> So we might need to tame that with a compressor if we would use that in a, like an actual set because the peaks are so loud when the, the sweep echo comes in. But like you said, this is the, just such an advantage of this is that you can play around though and find your own sound. And yeah. I mean, in another life, you would have had to have bought like 50 different pedals by now and tested them yeah. and fiddled with them and got them all at the right level and messed around with them. Like it just wouldn't be achievable. Yeah, yeah. And you couldn't, like, the whole thing with uh, just moving stuff around and see if the delay sounds better in front of the amp or after the amp, like, that's not even possible most of the times uh, without a special, like, switch looper we've talked about before, the gig rig thing. Like, that and, and a certain boss pedal, those are the only switchers that can do that, actually move around stuff uh, in real time. How was this to so, gig with, though? This is where like it really gets fun because uh, I've went even a step further and programmed MIDI to uh, uh, pro programmed it through MIDI because we are using backing tracks. We don't still don't have a bassist and a keyboard player, so we always have our laptops with us, uh, mm. a, a laptop. And I was like, hmm, the interface we're using, the audio interface, does have MIDI out, and the Helix does have MIDI in, and you can switch presets via, via MIDI. Mm. So <laughs> I sat down with my backing track and programmed all, like for each song, I have my, my, like my, my preset. The whole thing uh, within the, the Helix works like you have, you have presets and within presets you have snapshots. So a, a preset needs to be calculated by the DSP. Mm. Like the blocks need to be calculated by the DSP. If you switch to another preset, it resets the DSP and calculates a new. So when you switch from preset to preset, you have like this microsecond of uh, like where the signal just gets cut out. Mm, yeah. But to prevent that from happening all the time, you have these snapshots. So basically when you're in, a, in preset one, you have four different snapshots, but you, with all the blocks that are in there, you can turn them on and off and uh, change the parameters, right? Mm. So there are, there are no like uh, audible gaps in there uh hang on i'll try to demonstrate 
that. I was going to say, you can try and demonstrate it through the presets you've already got if you want. If you don't want to, like, yeah. something new ones. Uh, hang on. I can see them named on the side. Oh, the Magnum Opus one, I'd, I'd like to hear in a minute. That could be cool. Oh, I think think there's just one in there. Uh, oh, right, you can see it. Actually, that's a cool thing, right? I'll change it on the hardware, and the software is changing with it. Yeah. Um, so why is there no sound anymore? None. No. Huh? Oh, now there's something. But that's you fiddling with the cable, I guess. Now there's nothing. What? What has happened? Oh, I think I know what is uh, happening. Ah, yeah, right. No um, because oh, I was gonna talk about that. Um, to to um, like take off some steam from the DSP chip, I added into the effects loop my own pitch shifter because the pitch shifting is one of those things that takes up the most it's power. It's quite intensive, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially if you want to do polyphonic pitching, and I don't, I want to take three guitars with me for every gig so i bought this uh Dig digitech ricochet which pitches my whole guitar up uh, a step so ah, i don't have to switch to another guitar in nice. standard tuning for four songs excellent yeah and because that effects loop is now not being used like um the signal went nowhere and <laughs> this is why we didn't hear anything yeah okay so this is this is um just for you real quick this is the Magnum Opus sound. Oh, hang on, let me <laughs> tune that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go with another one. So go on then, Shalaya, show us how this works with the. Uh yeah. Okay. Sunset rails. This is the main sound. This is the chorus sound. Like when the whole thing starts, there's a drum intro, intro, and then um, the main sound for me. I play the rhythm guitar in this track. Is like. Four chords, of course. Yeah. Uh, it's a pop song, and if the next thing, the next snapshot is, is being activated is one with less gain. So, did you hear that volume switch? In yeah, there? a little bit, but. Yeah, that's that's just a volume switch because there's less gain on the amp and everything, so I can go in straight into the verse without pulling down the, the pot on my guitar or anything. I don't need to quiet down the volume. I just go from a high gain sound to. And when the solo comes on, it gets louder and there's an wow. echo. Now, if I those are the snapshots being changed. If I wanted to go to a new preset, did you hear that? There was yeah. like this yeah, for yeah, a, a little, second. little click. But. So you have to work around um, the whole preset and snapshot thing. The the HX Stomp and the uh, the Stomp XL have four snapshots for each preset. I think the the big uh, uh, Helix pedals have eight snapshots. Okay. So but still, I mean, even but you've got to be would... going through a lot of styles in a song to get through eight. I kind of feel like right. And even then, you can still like add pedals in front of the the, the unit or after it, which you can. I'm just just going to ask you that. Can you also yeah. combine this with pedals? Yeah, I did. And um, I've tried out some combinations, uh, like a, like a tube screamer in front of the unit. Everything takes it wonderful, like no issues at all. It, 
whole thing is so fucking optimized to work with anything you throw at it. So now the thing, coming back to the whole MIDI thing, I programmed my whole, like the whole backing track at all times, sent out data to the pedal to make all changes for me. So I didn't need to look down at the floor once. Everything was switched for me. Mm. I don't need to press any buttons, not, not anything. Um, like I said, I added the the pitch shifting pedal in the effects loop, which was then being activated if the song needs it. So I didn't need to t- retune the guitar or anything. And it worked absolutely fucking effortlessly. It was, it was so great. I just I could concentrate for an hour playtime just on singing and playing. Mm-hmm. And I get that that's not like really <laughs> like things used to be. And I miss the whole tap dancing stuff and the exper- because when I improvise, my my improvisation is not playing notes, but rather playing with effects and playing with sound. That's how mm. I improvise on mm. on songs, and that's gone. Mm. Like I'm I'm basically on rails now. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. yeah. But I can do like I can actually <laughs> focus on vocals and sing good for once. <laughs> mm. That helps. And they they like they're some songs have so weird changes from clean to like i go from a clean sound with the chorus to a distorted sound then to a distorted sound with delay back to the clean sound with chorus and doing that manually with tap dancing on the pedals while singing is some like some component <clears throat> sorry some component always suffers yeah and most of the time it's my vocals yeah same as me if uh, so i don't use many pedals as we discussed before um, and in fact, when I've played live, I've only ever used like maybe two or three. And the last gigs I played, I didn't use any anyway, um, because you don't really need to if you're solo acoustic anyway. But um, even then, even if I just use one pedal, I still notice there is a difference in my vocals because I'm yeah. thinking for a split second, oh, I need to click that now. And I can just, yeah. it's always just slightly off. or this, It's just a distraction. Right. Yeah. And with that being gone, I can new do I can now do whatever <laughs> yeah and of course it was like the first rehearsal with this thing uh, my guitar player flow he has another version of it line six did a separate thing called the pot go which has the helix sounds in it but more of the functionality of the pot series so um with the pot go you don't can um, choose the blocks to be whatever you want it to be. Like you have set blocks, you have one delay block, one reverb block, one amp, uh, a distortion block, and that's it. But with the Helix, you can, oh, I want to have five different modulations or five different reverbs. So you pay a bit less to have fewer functions, but the sound is still the same. Mm. And Flow doesn't need like a shit ton of weird effects. Like, uh, for example, this uh, for Coitus Ghostus or Halloween song. This is my clean uh, verse sound. Yeah. And Flo doesn't need that shit. And that's within one preset. So I kind of build around the limitation of having just eight blocks and I uh, can't use that effect because it takes too much DSP. So you can really make it work like for normal guys like you and me yeah. having eight blocks and four snapshots it's dude, more than i enough don't for most yeah <laughs> yeah and dude even if i sh- like if i need to change presets 
Jesus Christ, nobody gives a fuck if the guitar drops out for a split second. Like the mm. drums are so loud, nobody's gonna hear it anyway. Mm. I might actually, so, I might yeah. actually, um, just so you know, by the way, clip this whole chat out as well and put it as yeah, a separate yeah. one anyway itself. Because it's actually very interesting. But, but it's already, super interesting, but we're already half an minutes. hour down. So, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but it is interesting. But um, so you would recommend it overall? Yes, absolutely. I've like I've been. Is it one of those purchases ah. you now feel a bit stupid? Like, why didn't I buy this sooner? Kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, it, like I said, it doesn't have the same magic as having like a s special pedal for everything. And I've actually compared some sounds. Like, uh, there's a big muff in there, and I have a original big muff. Mm. Doesn't sound the same. Okay. Doesn't sound worse either. Like, it's, it just sounds different. How do they sample all of these sounds, actually? I was thinking about that. I don't know. I, I think you have to like measure how components react to yeah. different kind of input signals. I don't know. There's so but much dude, work like, that's gone into this. Yeah. And there's like there's stuff in here, like pedals, that I would never be able to acquire. Like no. the, Have you heard of the Klon pedal and the mm. Prince of Tone stuff? No. Do you those want to demonstrate? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I can. Basically, those are just uh, overdrive pedals that have a certain mojo because they've been hand-built uh -huh. thousands of years ago. And I think if you can manage to get a, a like a, an original clone, you pay about 5,000 bucks for it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And there's an emulation of that in there. And so why would I buy the or because of the mojo, right? But for me, I don't give a crap. No, the emulation is more than enough. And like I said, like for the Big Muff, I have the original. I have this emulation in there. They sound different. It's fine by me. More Big Muff for me, <laughs> the mm, way I see it. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and that's what everyone wants: more Big Muff. Yeah, and like I said, you can still add more drive pedals to it, like the Ego compressor that's right here. There's not a good, like, the compressors in there, to my ears, don't sound as good as this one. So I will still use this one in front of it and activate it by foot. Like, I'm not that lazy, right? Mm, mm. It was actually one of my first thoughts when we had the first rehearsal with everything being switched for us. Oh, man, I still got to tune my guitar, like, <laughs> by myself. <laughs> this I mean, is that's the not going to change. Yeah, now, now, now you're, like, Dude. complaints about manual tasks are going to get really, really shit. Oh, I have to tune. And you're like, oh, yeah. for what? <laughs> like, I have to plug in all my pedals and make sure they're all set right and that the signal yeah. is good. Yeah, okay, fuck you. I, when I was at the Yamaha HQ some years ago, because they have uh, Line 6 are part of Yamaha, they had a demonstration of their, oh, what was it called? They have a, they have a certain setup that that uh, can be combined with the, with the Helix series, a certain guitar where the pickups are... Digit, have digital components in there and you can actually tune each string by itself to different tunings and whatever and the, wow. like the dude who yeah that was insane i think was it a ninja was something with ninja i will research it um the dude demonstrated like okay this is my guitar this is standard e and this is a c chord put in the next patch now it's open c and it sounds like a fucking Les Paul just because i want to <laughs> wow okay that's pretty yeah cool. It's really, really cool. Like this whole shit is possible, dude. It's insane. Yeah, Line and we, Six. Line Six is a brand that I must admit I haven't investigated in any great depth. 
But anything they do, whether it's amplifiers or otherwise, I've always heard very good things about, I must admit. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, like, when the concert was over, like, multiple people came to us and were like, this is the best you've ever sounded, for real. So, the fact alone that you don't have any stage volume... That because like the the whole noise pollution by your huge S guitar caps that's gone because you go directly in and we we've been using in ear now for two years three years we we are we're used to it anyway so I don't I, I don't know if like if it would be if it would be a Wacken stage or whatever like thousand meters of real estate on the stage yeah you might miss the, like the rumble mm, uh, mm. when your cabinets are like like really cranked but for like small stages like i said we we, we came by train everything yeah. yeah so we could get extra drunk <laughs> i like that that's your main reason for going <laughs> yeah. by train but there we go <laughs> okay so you totally recommend it yeah well worth 100%. getting and it has yeah. changed the way you play live absolutely wonderful absolutely <laughs>